0: His first run, and a good one, Williams outside, 15, keeps his feet, and Williams finds the end zone, and he is in for a touchdown. On second down, here's the toss,
1: here is Lucas, Jalen Lucas, that great speed, keeps his feet, inside the 30, Lucas, 10, 5, touchdown Indiana. It's Henderson cutting back and finding the end zone, touchdown Indiana. What's up everybody, welcome episode 189 of the Hoosier Happy Hour, presented by Big Banter. I am your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Braggly, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I am here with uh, producer Seth, one of the few constants of this show, when he's not out vacationing with coworkers as an HR little, little splinter in everybody's good time. He is here hanging out with us, being our own personal splinters. So, welcome, Seth. You can find him if you haven't already done it on Twitter, block him at top 5 setah 5 What to do, though?
0: Did did you hear they're trying to legalize us again? They are trying to reintroduce happy hours to Indiana law. There's a bill currently in the system. Really? Yeah, that you couldn't, you weren't allowed to give special times for specific alcohol discounts. And so this apparently goes to attack that loophole. um, And so happy hours are back and it couldn't be better.
1: Huh. Doesn't Applebee's have a happy hour and they're nationwide. So does that like,
0: I'm sure there's like, except for Indiana or whatever. I'm sure there's some fine print on there.
1: Cool. So uh, everybody, we are trying out a new format so that we can start doing some live stuff. We are going to start doing some clips on the Instagram and Twitter and YouTube. We just I just started the YouTube page this morning. Um so yeah this is what we're doing man we are we are up and ready to go we are evolu- evolutionating Evo- evolutioning mm, I don't know yeah there you
0: go Mailed it. Uh,
1: yeah I don't know if Seth can see what I can see I've got him on my right I got a sweet background in the background you got all that stuff
0: oh yeah I got the loser happy hour
1: up the uh-huh. top yeah we're doing some big time stuff now some big time stuff. Um so if this sucks I apologize. So, they like the little intro music not cutting it out. I know you guys were sitting here thinking what is this? Dude, Seth and I were jamming. We were we were vibing before this started. So, all right, let's get right to it some quick housekeeping. Uh as we've mentioned the last few weeks, we have LEO podcast shirts, just a few left. We have a few larges, a few mediums, like a sprinkle of extra larges and maybe one or two double x's left you guys have had them flying off the shelf and uh we need to continue getting them out of my basement now when i stay in the basement they're not in the they're not like sitting in the basement right they're in a nice organized shelving unit different things packaging ready to go as soon as you guys buy it i throw in the package throw the label on it put it in the mailbox you're gone you're out of here so uh check out the check out the website bragleyproductions.com and that'll take you to the shop and then you just go from there. So not that hard to figure out. You guys will figure it out. I believe in you. And uh, yeah, we'll start the podcast in just a second, I guess, but you'll get a free sticker with every shirt you buy Two t- shirts are only 10 bucks. Uh, Instagram and Twitter. You can find us at happy hour. I U F B check the link in the bio on Twitter or on Instagram for more details and uh, Patreon. Still up and kicking. $3 a month, 20% off discount. And again, as I said, we're going to have some live stuff you guys can be a part of. We're going to have some live uh, uh, interviews and some stuff like that that we're going to start doing with this new platform. And uh, we will be doing that for just Patreon people only. So there we go. All right, Seth, let's get into the podcast. I don't want this to take forever.
0: You want, me to, you want me to take the lead on this? I no, got no, 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 no. I'm going to okay, set good. you up.
1: I'm going to set right. you up. I'm going to throw the alley. You can you can oop it. Um, Khakis is out, bud, at Michigan. And I told you guys it was coming. I don't know if you believe me or not, but I did tell you months in advance it was coming.
0: Uh, tell me about it. I told it. you. I told you it was coming. I was your source on this. This had this had just foreshadowing written all over it all season. You saw the season of destiny, all of the, you know, us versus the world, all that stuff. Who's got it better than us? Nobody. All that jazz. It all culminated in the championship. And then you also have the mess going on in the background. So you have the impending investigation multiples, apparently, from an NCAA level. Um, so it made so much sense that now is the time for him to take that golden NFL parachute. he felt comfortable in San Diego and now allegedly um, I guess you know all indications are pointing to Sharon Moore uh, taking over uh, So as far as what it means is there has been an entire popular churn at Michigan with NFL declaration and now you see turnover as well. Um, you know, there's a lot going on in Ann Arbor right now.
1: Yeah, uh so they've they've already thrown out a list of possible replacement candidates. is it weird to me that none of the coordinate neither one of the coordinators are on the list that I've
0: seen? Well, run Moore. He's yeah, he's the offensive okay, coordinator. Okay. So is yeah, the yeah. offensive coordinator. Yeah, okay,
1: yeah. okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, he McBray was the interim coach the defensive coordinator, correct?
0: Yeah. But he's – yeah, it, it's – Moore was the one who was installed in the interim during the suspensions, um, so I think it's kind of the natural ascension to um, a guy who at least has – what is it, six games of – well, I guess they rotated head coaches those first three games, but he was the main – so four coaches, four games of uh, coaching experience. So I think there's a lot to go from there. So and, unless I hear it differently, that's kind of the, uh, the lead candidate, I would suspect.
1: Yeah, I think that's the best um... – chance for them to have any sort of retention on this i'm sorry my kids are running around like crazy people in the background if you guys can hear that that's just what it is um so yeah i think that's their best chance at retention some of the names i saw i saw that were floated around kansas's coach uh um, yep, and a couple other ones i was like these are mediocre names now well, granted it's, it's so late they in they the had, cycle yeah at some point they had brady hoke
0: so and and Rich Rodriguez and Rich
1: Rich Rodriguez as well, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what happens with that. I honestly, I don't care. I hope the program goes under. To be honest,
0: um, yeah. Other than that, I mean, I don't know.
1: Do you remember him as a pro coach?
0: Yeah, I mean, he was great in San Francisco, and of course, he played his quarterback you know, is unfortunately someone we're not allowed to talk about anymore, but he was 44, 19 and one. He did very well. He led him to a Super Bowl appearance when he lost to his brother. Um, But they were a contender year in and year out. Um, And again, Kaepernick was, was by no means an elite quarterback, um, but he turned him into a serviceable quarterback who at least in that time period, uh, led them to a lot of wins, including a, a Super Bowl appearance. So um, with Sanford, uh, sorry, with San Diego, he has a quarterback. He has a ton of talent in the backfield and the receivers. So you would have to think he slides in and, you know, the Chargers immediately become a playoff team. So, yeah, I think for at least three or four years, I just don't see him as a long term candidate any longer. Um, He's kind of the guy who I I see retirement in his not too distant future, but he just loves he's addicted to football and is addicted to the grind. Um, So I think for the next four or five years, the Justin uh, the Justin Herbert prime um, is a great time to coincide with with Jim Harbaugh coming to town and mentoring him um, and to be the best version of himself. Yeah, what's the next move? You think retirement? You don't think back to college? No, I think I think this is it. I think he was in San Diego for college. I was at USD uh, for a few years, so he has some ties to the area. He was on the Chargers for what was it, two seasons, one season. Um, So he has some ties to the area. He likes to go to familiar places. That's kind of his jam. He went back to Michigan where he went to school. He went back to San Diego. Um, I think he likes to go back to places that he feels comfortable.
1: Okay. Uh I agree. That's enough hardball talk though. Oh well, you answered kind of that. Just so people don't know. I don't Did you give the record? I was too busy like 44, 19, and play. one. Yeah. 44, 19, and one. A lot of people think of his of his tenure, I think immediately of like, well, he went back to Michigan because he sucked as an NFL coach.
0: Right, couldn't hack it, right? He had but to, he didn't. He was no, great.
1: No, yeah. Did one season of eight and eight. That's yeah. it.
0: The so, the question is, does his message that wins trip? the NFC South? Right, yeah, but does his message translate to pros over a longer period of time? I think that ends up being a question. And I think he definitely has now a track record that he can rely on and say, uh, I'm a winner and uh you know, follow me.
1: Yeah, yeah. He did what he needed to do at his alma mater and moved up. Yep. So okay, so I kinda answered this in a minute uh, a little bit ago, but you know, what is what what does this mean for Michigan? What does it mean?
0: It's complete chaos. Um you have to you have to make the best of it next year. You have a complete new backfield. You have complete new quarterback. Uh, a lot of the receivers are, are, are going to be young and coming up. You know, you have, what was it? 20 different guys who declared, uh, for the NFL. So it's, it's going to be a lot of replacing key players. Um, they're all, they're a pipeline program. They're a pipeline state. So it's not an inability or an impossible task to replenish, um, But you have to believe replacing that many key players over and over again and a new coaching staff, it's gonna be a tall task, even if Sharon Moore is is a fantastic or whoever, sorry, I should say ends up being the coach is a fantastic hire. Um, you know, it's gonna take a year or two to really to probably stabilize, and traditionally there tends to be a come down year after a championship, anyways. So um you know, you just a lot of those things kind of coalescing over the next year or two. Uh, and then obviously with the NCAA investigations as well, there is just so so much question marks surrounding the Michigan program right now yeah. in a way that we've never seen for a perennial or for a uh, you know, an incumbent national, national champion, uh, an incumbent yeah, national yeah. champion.
1: Yeah, yeah, don't use that word. Incumbent. <laughs>
0: uh, um, sorry, yeah, political season's a terrible time to you're
1: right. So Let's segue into what I labeled as Seth's dumb idea, but it's the only thing we can do right now, I think. Uh, yeah. Once once in this uh, recent six-month cycle or so, there is not a whole lot of IU news going on right now. So what we're going to do is we're going to grade, letter grade, American school letter grades, the state of each Big Ten football program combined with their fan base state, Right. Right. So we're going to go in alphabetical order, but we're going to save Indiana from last. So let's start and we're only doing football,
0: correct? Right, right. I don't want okay. to get any basketball. This is solely football. Yeah. No orange okay. crush talk, just block. eye.
1: Okay. So I spent a decent amount of time on this. I gave everybody their school colors, outlined it It in is a color. Thank you. It's nice to look at. Um, but I made a section for Brandon, not thinking that he was, uh, forgot that he was not going to be here. He literally said he wasn't coming and then said, oh, this is a great idea. And then still isn't here. So, all right, I will, I will start because this team holds a, a close, a close hole in your heart, a close, uh,
0: it's, it's the the game I've seen the second most out of any big 10 team. It's Illinois. I'm going to give them
1: coming off of a, a bowl season. Correct.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or no, they missed the bowl five and yeah, seven, five and seven. I think it's a bad year for them last year. Um, you follow a lot of these teams really outside of, of, uh, a little bit closer than what I do. At least I'm going to give them a C. I know it's kind of a cop out answer, but I'm going to give them a C. I don't think they're great. I don't think that they're in a bad spot. Um, I, I, I just don't I don't know. I, I don't like Illinois. So it is what it is. And I know you don't either.
0: Let me add some context to this. Illinois is a is a program desperate for a rival. They hate <laughs> they hate being affiliated with their natural rival in Northwestern because. It's a no-win situation. If they beat Northwestern, oh, great. They get no credit for beating a bunch of nerds. And if they lose, they get mocked relentlessly to losing it to a bunch of nerds. And again, Northwestern isn't necessarily a bunch of nerds, but you know stereotypes be what they are. It's a fun thing to mock them for. So they don't like being associated with Northwestern. It's It's a weird little brother thing that they don't want. So then they try to get all buddy-buddy with Iowa, who doesn't care about them. Indiana, who doesn't care about them, and then Purdue, who kind of cares about them, but will never care about them as much as we care about Indiana, and they will constantly remind us that they are the closest school by proximity and mileage to West Lafayette, and we just go, okay, so what? Yeah, we got we got like a little cannon or whatever we play for. Okay, whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's not what we care about. It's not what our fans care about. You just happen to be the easiest school to deliver a straight line. Uh, sorry, not deliver, to drive a straight line to uh, with a group of five people in an SUV. Um, so, you know, congratulations on that. Um, I gave them a B minus um, because I think what Brett Billima does is he increases their bottom line, their basement to at least a four or five win season every year and then you know with what he did two years ago with at least a a high end of you know maybe closer to nine um so i'll put him uh i put them at kind of that b minus c plus range all right
1: iowa i'm gonna go based on the family feud that i think that they're gonna make an upgrade i think that they they well oh boy oh no i'm not Oh, because I just thought about this. Because they're we lose divisions. Divisions are gone. Correct? Yep. Gone. Bye. Divisions are gone. They can no longer hang their hat on West four or five wins in the Mm -mm. West. Mm -mm. Right. I'm gonna give them
0: a C plus. Oh no, this is the easiest grade. Really? Okay. Yes. It's an F. Oh. My goodness. Okay. It is a lame duck coach. It is a last hurrah type season. There is no excitement movement. They are desperate for change that they aren't willing to accept. And now I'm not attacking Kurt Ferrance's legacy. Brian Ference already did that for me. Um, <laughs> but what he's done is provided consistent winning at Iowa, which is a testament to what Nebraska thinks it should be, but will never get to. So you asked me this two or three years ago. Oh, it's easily a hearty B. But right now, it is an F. Cooper DeGene is gone. They haven't had a quarterback in four years that's been worth a damn. There is nothing there that is enjoyable.
1: Speaking of programs that have nothing enjoyable, especially now, (laughs) Maryland. Maryland. And, and you said, you said a heft? did you say a meaty B or hefty B? Is that what you said for Iowa a couple years ago? I'm <laughs> going to put down a hefty D on Maryland. You want to talk about a fan base outside of turtle Shout out to turtle head. They're, they're great. They've got a lot of pep about their, their Terps. Uh, but man, this is a, what, how do I put this? This program seems like a, like a, Drag car, right? That's just stuck. Like the wheels are like supposed to be really fast. We've got all these five star receivers. We have these incredible running backs. We have two Tua's little brother. But they don't go anywhere. You know what I mean? Does that make any sense? Like it's
0: 100%. percent it's am on board. It's a
1: drag race car with no front wheels.
0: So what grade did you give him?
1: A D.
0: I gave him a D for devoid of personality. You compared them to a what did you a drag I, car i don't know
1: what you want to, a funny car we'll them a funny car i don't think we can say drag car. i
0: compared them to a minor league baseball team where the best players get traded off to contenders while still occasionally producing a few players to make the show anyways no fans no excitement just a few peppy colors and like jersey schemes that people think are pretty
1: <laughs> that's it I, I, they
0: have no except for turtle heads and again yeah bless them they have a they have followers i know it; i've seen them uh but i mean nobody shows up to their games nobody oh, so you bad. never run into some diehard maryland football fan when you're out in public anywhere it just doesn't happen i don't uh, they don't exist so d for devoid do you i've got a question because we've talked about this
1: i don't even know how many times their lack of attendance in football is insane and
0: even it's, the in it's the same yeah, in basketball it's the same basketball is
1: crazy too is it? There can't be
0: that much more to do. No, right? No, it's and a boring it, ass college town, just like any other.
1: It's weird. So why? Why do you think it is? There's always stuff in comments for like IU, or maybe they get it. I don't know. But you'll get things where like, oh yeah, you're, you're gonna get all this this big coach for a stadium that's half full. But I guarantee you, average attendance for IU is way above Maryland.
0: I would I would say they're. They're on par. They're not far off. Okay. All right. I'm going to look this up. You so, go ahead and do the next one. Okay.
1: We already talked about them, but if you want to just do it. Again, I'll, yeah,
0: I'll do it. So Michigan has the highest highs and the lowest lows. They're an unending, an unending bastion of self-righteousness. Just the most tone deaf fan base in the big Ten. And again, with all the question marks swirling around the program, regardless of the fact that they're the reigning national champion, you have to wonder what the hell is going on in Ann Arbor. And even at that, how could you give them any kind of grade with confidence knowing all the question marks? Um, So it feels odd to say, Hey, the national champion has no coach, has no quarterback, has no running back, has no receivers, has no defense. How do you feel good about that? So it, I just think that it's, best case scenario it's c minus
1: i would have put him i would have put him still at a b i think oh. just because they are they are still a powerhouse and they're going to they shouldn't struggle with it's not they like they're coming have. off of a bad season do you understand right. you know what i mean when i say yeah. that um just i want to put everybody in here real quick so the Average attendance from 2018 to 2022. Wait, let's not do that. Let's do 2022 average attendance. IU 46.9. Maryland 31.9. 46.9, 31.9. We're 6,000 6, out from selling out every game. So, um, I, what did I say? B, B plus. B, you gave them yeah. a C plus C minus okay C minus um, Michigan <laughs> Michigan state it's we gotta we gotta take off the IU glasses on this one. I think they've got a decent amount of momentum behind them which is weird but I do think that like us, they've got quite a bit of work to do, but unlike us, they haven't done any of that work. Um, so I'm gonna give them a c minus right now and i think you're about to poo all over this c minus
0: no i had a c minus exactly as well um i i think they're in complete need of a rebuild from a stadium and a program and an attitude the coaching staff um they have a complete institutional lack of control it seems like and um just i am i'm ready for the next phase of michigan state football to be something other than whatever this is um you know, I still the last most significant thing I can remember aside from what was it Malik Carr um, scoring a game winning touchdown against you guys um, was the fight in against Michigan in the locker room. Like yeah. those are the last two most memorable things associated with Michigan State right now. And that's not good. No. Uh, so C minus. I'm
1: going to give them I'm going to go back and change mine. I'm going to give them a D. And I'll tell you why. I don't get it. I don't get the hire. I felt like they could have gone way above what they hired. Uh, they got Oregon State's coach, right? hmm You're telling me they couldn't have brought in uh, Duke's guy or they couldn't have grabbed a bigger name than what they should. Remember, I did, I'm saying this because we talked about this last year. This is supposed to be a top five in the country style job is what people were saying nationally. Mm-hmm. Major conference, major yep. money behind from boosters, and they got Oregon State's head coach, who couldn't even bring over DJ Ukulele, because it's Michigan State, bro. Right, I'm giving them a D. I, they're not going anywhere. They're fine. There's, I mean, is not there, or D'Antoni, whatever, whichever one he is.
0: They have a chance of improving. Don't get me wrong. I think I think the new era provides a chance. But I was just so tired of uh, it they just need big change. And, and if this is big change, I don't believe it is, but if it is great, good for them. Um, I just, I mean, I didn't get excited about it. Everyone was all jazzed about it and thought it was the this greatest hire ever. And I just did not see it. Yeah. Um, but if, if he works out great, um, it, it can't be nope. any worse. It can't be any worse than where they were at.
1: Yeah. So they did. I read a, an article, I think it was PFF. I think they did like the top coaching hires so far this year in college football. And I think he was 12th, 11th or 12th. And Signetti I think was third or fourth. So I, I and don't the, know.
0: And again, the stadium, oh, I've so never
1: been there, but Brandon, Brandon hates it. He said it's, it's like the worst so place he's ever been. Bad. Um, this probably isn't fair. I'm just going to give him a C minus Minnesota. We don't need to talk about them. No, we? it's
0: over. It's over, right? He's, he's worn out as welcome. The, the stick is the, sh- it's raw. The boat at this point, right? Raw the boat. Yeah. It's, it's just, just beating it, it so bad. It's, it's raw. It's worn. I mean, like it's it. just.
1: What? Okay. What'd you give
0: him C minus? Yeah. I'd go with the C minus
1: Nebraska. This'll be a fun one for us. I'm going to give him a, I hate to do this. I don't, Yeah, I hate to do it. I think they got a lot of mo, man. I think they got a lot of momentum. I think the state of the program is probably in a good spot. Made a bowl last year, right?
0: Yeah, I think
1: so. I'm going to give them a B.
0: Nebraska's a tough one. And they got this Dylan
1: guy, right? Who's this Dylan guy? Dylan Rayola. Who is this?
0: the number one quarterback prospect he's the the son of the lineman um the professional lineman forever for i think it was the lions yeah yeah he's supposed to be pretty good but he can't make up his mind on what school to go to and this is like his sixth recommitment so we'll see how it goes Um, No, I think there's a lot of excitement around that. I think that is something they can be jazzed about. But I think Nebraska fans will eternally be optimistic that they're always going to be back. They are the perpetually optimist. But I think, like so many small towns in the Midwest that time has left behind, Nebraska is that city with its faded welcome sign, hearkening to glory days of yesterday and clinging to hopes of a rebirth that will never happen. They should be happy the highway passes through their town, if only to bring the true contenders from far away Who leave the mementos of victory for their return. But they're nice people, right? It's their version of pro sports or whatever. And, you know, whatever. So, like, there is nothing to be mad about them. They're such nice people. They come with entire busloads of people who come off like the Always Sunny in Philadelphia McBoyle family who haven't seen daylight in months. Um, But they're always nice people. They mean, well, I have nothing bad to say about them. But they always think they're going to be amazing, and they never are. Um, but I'll give them a B just for hope eternal, man. Like They they have an, an amazing sense of optimism that I, I can't help but, um, I don't know, in a weird way, envy, I guess.
1: Yeah, that's that's part of it. I mean, the state of their program, I mean, great, you made a bowl. But I think that they kind of fit into, again, another Iowa situation where you're not playing in the West anymore. You don't get Minnesota, you don't get Northwestern, you don't get Wisconsin, you don't get uh, Purdue, no offense. You don't get the, the weaker side of the conference. It, there's no arguing about it. There's not been a Big Ten West team that has ever won the Big Ten title. Like
0: it's. it's there's going to be a facts. rebalancing, yes. There is yes. going to be an absolute reshuffling of you know, Iowa, who would consistently think that they're one of the top two or three schools in the Big Ten just because they won the West, would when in fact they were probably five or six most years. Yeah, Um, And they're suddenly going to realize that, you know, seven and three Big West champs or whatever, or, you know, Big Ten West champs, um, you know, is going to turn into a five and five season pretty quickly.
1: Yeah. This is what kind of poo-poos this next team. Um, and I want to say we need to base this off of current form and not future form, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think currently Northwestern, I'm going to give them a B plus. And the reason I give them a B plus is because they had an incredible season,
0: mm-hmm.
1: big 10 coach of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't supposed to do anything. That first game against Rutgers set up for what should have been an O and 13, O and 12 season. Mm-hmm. Or at least 0 and 9 in the Big Ten, and they surprised the hell out of everybody. Um, I think that I'm not going to say they got a ton of momentum behind them because I don't know what they're doing recruiting wise. They've never really been a big time recruiting never. school. They're not doing a or ton transfer. of transfers. Mm-hmm. They just aren't there. Uh, how that translates with Oregon, USC, UCLA, and Washington coming in, I don't know. But I think right now, I think they're one of the top top tier schools heading into next season. Yeah. B
0: plus. This was the hardest grade I had to give. And, and I settled on an A really? because you have to be high out of your mind after last year. You have to, <laughs> you have to just be like, you 2020 know, 2020 IU. Yeah. Whatever that Cresco stuff in Illinois, they're selling, you know, they're, <laughs> they're putting it, they're putting it in pretty good. Yeah, um, <laughs> for those who get it, get it. Um, but, it is just absolutely the highest high, the most unexpected season. It was truly, you know, for what ended up being what, like a like a fairly middling season, you know, all things considered. It was a Cinderella season. Um, and, and you have to think that whatever they've got in this uh, in this new coach if he can bottle it again next year it doesn't matter who's on their roster they believe in it Um, and they are another one of those schools it's a program an identity-based program because they are not a high uh, elite recruiting or transfer program Um, so you have to believe if you're a Northwestern fan this guy's got it and he's going to have it again next year
1: there's no way there's no way if you told me they're going to come back down to earth right they have to
0: they yeah, have no, to, right? What I was, yeah, what
1: I was going to say. They finished eight and five on the season, second mm-hmm. in the Big Ten West. Mm-hmm. There's no way at the beginning of the season you would have told me that they would have that they would have handled Wisconsin. I just threw uh, away my paper. I had them one and eleven. That's crazy. That's crazy. And one of the wins was probably against Rutgers. Yeah, I believe. Who also had a good a good year. So um, this one's this one stinks. This one's. Stakes for us to have to do or uh ohio state's next um i refuse to give them a top grade i will give them an a minus um so, i do think that they're losing quite a bit in, of production and in, in what is a once in a generation wide receiver um preach. yeah and I do think that the quarterback situation is not fixed. No, nope. I don't care who they brought in, what freshman or what Kansas state reject that they brought in as a quarterback. I don't think that they're going to be nearly as, as good as they were even last year. Uh, well, maybe they will be a right around what they were last year. Uh, I don't think that they improved that much. And I honestly, I don't think that the robot of a coach is not going to get off of their, off of his hot seat with another probably nine and three season. Although, they could run with it, man. Michigan's going to be down, what I would assume be down, and and this could be the easy walkover game for them at the end of the season.
0: Yeah, what I'm looking at, um, who I think are probably going to be the top three teams next year, um, I'm looking at the the heart of this this next three teams we're going to be talking about right now, and that's Ohio State, Oregon, and Penn State. I think all three of them are going to be sitting really pretty next year with an opportunity um, to compete in, uh, in, the, in the conference championship, uh, where I think Ohio State has the biggest challenge is their fan base. Is what you have seen over the last month is an absolutely delusional, rabid group of people who are willing to eat and sacrifice their own if they think that they can trade in for some slightly better upgrade, or at least convince themselves that it's a slightly bigger upgrade. And and Howard is a decent quarterback. Don't get me wrong. I do not think he's head and shoulders above uh, McCord by any stretch of the imagination. I do not think. I they tried to sell me. Uh, I saw some Reddit post where they tried to sell me the receiver group next year was somehow going to be an improvement There's over no last way. year, There's which no again way. is delusional. Um, so you have this amazing program who is going to roll out of bed and shit nine wins. Um, they'll probably sleep their sleepwalk with their way to an 11 win season, regardless of, um, you know, who their quarterback is, and the f- fans still won't be happy. So, as an outsider, we're desperate for that kind of consistency, and we'd be like, "Oh, it's an A plus easily, no doubt about it." They went, they went eleven and two. That's an A plus season. Um, but if you ask an Ohio State fan, they would tell you it's a, it's probably a C minus or a D, and they want, and they want Ryan Day on a railroad out of here. And um, so, you know, for me, that it's another hard one. I would say a B, B plus. I think they're prime to be a, a long term contender. You know, for the next ten years in the Big Ten and next year shouldn't you know should be another year that they're you know favored you know favored to to make the championship game yeah uh, sorry gonna, the big 10 championship game
1: it's gonna take a big scandal for to like knock them off i feel like right nil is not you know nil will even it a little bit i think across the country not really necessarily in the big 10 but I, we've had a scandal we had the tattoo scandal no wait was that was that florida or was that ohio state Uh, Ohio state
0: State was tattoos. Yeah.
1: Tattoos. And that didn't really do anything. I mean, maybe they lost a couple more games after that, but I mean, they're sitting here winning national championships or going to national championships with third string quarterbacks. Yeah.
0: They're right. They're they're right. they're, They're
1: fine. Yeah. So, uh, the next team I'm not too sure about, I think losing Bo Nix is a huge
0: yeah, that's Dang, the big question right? mark is the, is the quarterback. Yeah, so absolutely. I'm going to
1: throw them in as a, at, a, at a B. I think that they'll be towards the top end of the Big Ten. I don't know if they're good enough to beat the likes of Ohio State, Penn State, right. USC, IU. I don't know if they'll be able to do stuff like that, but I think I'm going to put Oregon as a B.
0: Yeah, I think Oregon is, is an A minus B plus kind of team. I think they are a quarterback away from being a, a top 12. A, a, what are we going to call it? A playoff team. Uh, I think they're going to be an outside Big Ten championship game contender. Um, I think they have talent all over the field. They have one of the great coaches in college football. I'm a big believer in Dan Landing. I think he's fantastic. I think they have a great facility. I think they have a great fan base who's realistic. And then they are just pumping money into the program. Um, So I have to think that all signs point to um, their program that can accept a six-win season. And, and can absolutely attain a 12-win season. Because of that, I think I think they're in a great spot, and I'd put them in an a-. I changed mine. I'm giving them an A+. Plus.
1: And I'll tell you why. <laughs> I love I just the, looked, the dramatic change. I just looked at their recruiting. It's coming uh-huh. in. They have the number six recruiting class, compositely, number five on 24-7, number five in transfers, and our biggest question mark was what? The quarterback? Uh-huh. They're bringing in fellow Big Ten player, Dante Moore from UCLA, yep. and a guy you guys might have heard of this guy, Dylan Gabriel from Oklahoma. Why he's leaving Oklahoma, I have no idea. But leaving Oklahoma to go to Oregon, it, I mean, you've got two studs there. They're not mm-hmm. going to get a single sack on him because they got Matt Bedford there. They're gonna be good. They're gonna be very good. And I'm glad yes. we don't pl- do we play them. We don't play them, do we? We don't play them. I would have been going.
0: No, it's definitely not at Oregon. We don't play at yeah, we uh, don't either. Play we definitely
1: don't play them at home.
0: Indiana and Purdue neither plays at Oregon or at Washington. All right, you ready to do Penn State?
1: Let's do Penn State. Uh so, A A for me.
0: Uh I want to put B for boring, um, because okay, they the, are boring. Because just between Tom Allen and uh what's his name you know Kirk Franklin uh not no that's the that's the gospel singer um uh, James Franklin name? James, James or... Franklin um they are just the most like, they are a school who based off of who previous coaches were they seem like they just want the most boring milk toast pudding people to be their coaches. Um, so James Franklin, again, there's nothing wrong with him, but there's just nothing exceptional about him either. Um, and Tom Allen fits really well into that program of blandness. Um, so I think that there is a consistency there. I am, as on the record, one of the biggest Drew Aller fans. Um I think he'll have tools up and down the field like usual. The running backs are both back, so I think that is going to be a huge basis for another successful program uh, for another season in in Penn State. So I, I put them at they're at an A right now. I think they're consistently producing pros. Um, and again,
1: you know,
0: James Franklin is just essentially a a, a busybody, you know, spot holder, um, and will benefit from at least eight wins every year because of it.
1: Yeah. The amount of the amount of talent that they have on that team is insane. I, I'm assuming both running backs are coming
0: back again. Yeah. They were only true sophomores last year. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh and then you've got the hyphen at wide receiver if he's not going pro. And you've got Aler. I mean it's it's a good stacked team. And I'm Abdul- sure they're well too. Abdul so Carter Abdul- I'm Carter is
0: going to be a junior
1: yeah. yeah, Chop is going to the NFL. I saw, so right. that stinks. Yeah. But um,
0: and the big tackle is going to be yeah. a, a first rounder. Yeah, yeah. But they, they have enough uh, pieces always coming back. Yeah do
1: we do we do Purdue now or do you want to save them for later? I'll
0: just I'll just say it's it's a C because there is just so much. We you know we have a quarterback and a, and a and a halfback. We scared off all the receivers. Well, I have no idea what the is going to happen. Receivers
1: are that's crazy. I mean, you guys have a top ten transfer class
0: um yeah I there's think, a lot of there's a lot of good pieces coming in it's just like but you've lost does 20 it, some odd players yeah I think does it come it together is. and if so great and if not huh, it's gonna be another yeah. long year
1: here's another tricky one rutgers is next on the on the list i don't know i don't know a C I gave Purdue a C minus, by the
0: how, way. How and, how do you it. expect anything from Rutgers? They're the team you that you always you're like you look at their roster you're like three and nine. Oh my god, three and nine. <laughs> I want to see their schedule. Let's do their schedule real quick. We and then and then they come out six rutgers. and six every year, anyway. So it's like schedule. and they don't again, there are no fans in New Jersey, there are no fans in Pennsylvania or New York, the tri state <laughs> area that they locate in. There are no rutgers oh. football fans. Oh, they play everybody, stretch. don't they? Oh,
1: they no. They've, they 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 avoid Ohio State, Michigan State, and Penn State, believe it or not. But they've got a stretch. Their October is probably winless. All right, all right here we go. They've got Howard and Akron at home. Okay, so 2-0. Oh. Well, maybe Akron's tough. And then <laughs> you son <laughs> of And and then here's the stretch. And I'm going to include these these first two games in there. I'm not sure what to expect from Washington. I don't think that they'll be what they are Um, from September 21st to October 26th. These are all in a row. No bye weeks at all at Virginia tech was Washington at Nebraska, Wisconsin, UCLA at USC Yeah, all in a row. And then they hit a a bye week and then they get Minnesota at Maryland, Illinois at Michigan state again what well, i mean one two maybe they lose six in a row and then they lose four and then they win the next four they're six and six i mean <laughs> how how does it i mean we're way too early right? that's why Are they're we?
0: gonna make a movie about greg Schiano. i'm Insane. telling you every time rutgers comes up there's gonna be a movie What's it
1: called average
0: i don't i don't know i no, don't it's gotta be
1: keep chopping that's his thing keep chopping
0: but yeah i mean it has to be a c because you you continually expect nothing and you get average yeah and so that's you're an improvement over what you expect you have let's, to be excited about that yeah
1: we've gone through thir- four, 13 teams we've got five left we're 41 minutes into this recording um let's try to fly through at least the next yeah the, the next
0: 3 will be super quick I think cuz we not know anything no about
1: UCLA you no. no idea B minus Okay
0: so both of those schools have no fan bases why would you go to a football game in LA when there's so much other stuff to do Yeah but USC's got a pretty They got a stadium that's on. it that's a, that's, a, that's it they've got a stadium and they've it got could, Will it, Will Ferrell and and Snoop Dogg That's yeah.
1: it Yeah
0: I mean it, it's uh, um, it's not a, it's not what it used to be man um, oh I, so I'd put UCLA at a at a B minus and USC I'd probably put it a B. I think they're gonna have big issues next year uh, replacing some some Ooh, impressive talent. I've got USC as a B, I've got
1: UCLA as a B minus. Yep. Here's a here's a weird one. I've got Washington as a C plus. Ooh.
0: Because
1: and also yeah. they're
0: losing so much. A week dude. a week and a half ago, it was like an A, right? At least. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They're losing so much. I mean, they're they're quarterback, wide receivers, running like everybody's gone. Gone. Everybody. Coach is gone. You name them, gone. You know the thing from Parks and Rec? You do this, jail. <laughs> this jail. You go to jail. They're gone. Everybody's gone. What are you giving them?
0: Yeah, I I actually had a C minus, and I, that was C-. another one that I that I had an asterisk next to it. Mean, just said, coming
1: oh. off of a national championship appearance to a C
0: minus. Yep. yep. So both of the big ten teams that were in national championship game, we have given or I have at least given low C's to um because they are just victims of their own success at this point. Washington has that in, in, inevitable turnover at quarterback, at receiver, at running back, all the spots you mentioned. It, it's just unfortunate. Yeah. And with that many with that many pieces to replace, there's gonna be a big backslide. Um and so they might be three and nine next year. And it's not an indictment. on on their hire or anything like that. It's just how the hell do you come back on such an astounding success, replace everybody, go to a new conference, improve your strength of schedule dramatically, and then still expect, you know, championship level competition. It's just a lot to ask.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, Next one is a tough one too, I think. Wisconsin uh did a pretty good job recruiting a pretty decent job in the transfer portal as well but i've got him as a b minus in what was a super disappointing year for luke fickle in year one we called it we called yeah. it on this podcast we said it's it not because it's not
0: why we thought they were going to be bad though they ended up being yeah injured and a bunch of other things but yeah I mean, I have them as a C plus. They're another program that lacks an identity right now. I expected Luke Fickle to immediately turn uh, Wisconsin into Cincinnati light or Cincinnati strong, sorry. Um, <laughs> it, it just didn't happen. Um, I think a lot of it was the injuries, they beat the hell out of Purdue when I saw him play. Uh, they looked really impressive. Tanner Mordecai looked like some kind of elite dual threat quarterback. It was astounding. Um, uh, but, you know, their fan base is strong. They love the program. <laughs> the coach turnover the last decade or so has been absurd. Um, So what they lack is the stability. Um, So if this coach ends up being, um, you know, a 10, 20 year coach, great. They need something like that. That's a long-term solution for that program because the turnover, um, the loss of an identity at Wisconsin, um, it isn't completely gone, um, but it's been threatened over the last few years. Yeah, he's not a legacy coach, in my opinion. I think we talked about that, too. I think this is, a,
1: as weird as this sounds, I think this is a stepping stone job Yeah, for a Texas or an Oklahoma or
0: Ohio State. He is, desperate. State. He is desperate for Ryan Day to get fired the year he goes 10-2 in is Wisconsin. 10 and two, nine and three, yeah, 10-2, 9-3, yeah. He is, he is having a lot of long nights dreaming about that.
1: So this next one, it's IU, it's the last one. It's one that you guys were all thinking I'm going to put an A on. I think that the program has got a ton of momentum. I think the pieces that were brought in are going to fit and they should fit well. They they did a pretty good job of keeping some very key players in Mike Kadick and Carter Smith and Donovan McCulley, And they filled spots, areas of need with people that are going to make immediate impacts when they walk in, walk in the door. Um, does it immediately translate to the field? I don't know, but I think that the fan base is in a good spot. So I'm going to go, I'm going to throw a B plus on where we're at
0: right now. That's a good realistic th- thought there. I think I had it at an A because Kurt has done nothing wrong since he's been here. He has been guns blazing all out. He has been an absolute home run. Now the, where the problem falters is, you know, if the winds haven't come yet because you haven't had a chance to. So could you maintain that momentum, the excitement, if the wins are not immediate? Um, And if the wins are immediate, what does that parlay into? So there's that Mm -hmm. dream that you get to build off of. So I think all that excitement is an A. Where it draws back is the facilities are just dog shit. Well, I think it's coming.
1: I think it's coming.
0: If you looked at the posts that were on Twitter today that were just dragging Camp, just absolutely the worst facility in the Big Ten, it would be a below average facility in the MAC. And that is just a statement of fact. I am not is. trying to insult we, yeah, anybody. No, no. we
1: all know. We know it's
0: there. Um, and, and the Rock, until they decide to input an atmosphere, it'll continue to be a less than enjoyable, less than optimal fan experience, or a home field advantage for that matter. So let me um, let me. So put that's the one thing. Those are two that big really. things that are still missing. Um, let me,
1: as far as the stadium goes, they've done a lot of internal uh revamping and, and additions i mean honestly they've or they've got a bunch of the stuff the the terry something or other they did uh, they did a bunch of stuff they did the weight room now is only football mm-hmm. and some other things like that right so they're making improvements i think a lot of that stuff pre-game a lot of the other things are down to the coach that's what i think i think a lot of it is down to the coach i can't imagine you think that, that was
0: boring tom you yes. think a lot of that was... I think a lot of
1: it was boring, Tom. Okay. I can't imagine you're a giant Big Ten school like that. You have all the resources. At one point, that screen was the one of the biggest, if not the biggest screen in college football on the south end. Of it. Now, granted, it, everything advances and everybody else, every now is, you know, every other day, somebody has... It's a, an arms the race, the of course. Bigger screen and the bigger... yeah, yeah. But they've done it, but they haven't done it under Tom Allen. They took what six, seven years off of doing anything really outside of the stadium. I mean, get rid of the faded. You want to talk about faded banners? Get rid of the faded number banners or the faded letter banners outside of the stadium that are pink. It says Indiana Hoosiers in pink around the outside of the stadium. What is that? That's going to cost you a, a, a few ten, dollars $10, $20,000 to get all that stuff replaced. Get it replaced. Oh. As much money as I give the damn school, they probably have enough money to replace it. No. Just get it done. I, I'll hook you up with my my brother-in-law. I'll take care of you. He already yeah. they already do IU stuff. He'll take care of it. We'll get it fixed. But I think it, it's coming. The facility is yeah. coming. So I think there's just coming. so much optimism,
0: though. You have to. Yeah. yeah, you have to believe in what's being sold to you right now, and I think that that when, when I talk to IU fans, um, cause they do exist and they come up to me, they'll send you tweets. Well, we talk to them all the time. They're excited a- in a way that I have never seen before, even when, uh, you know, that, that magic season, um, that, you know, there, there's a, a, a true indelible excitement that, that's, that seems to be organic, um. And so hopefully he can bottle this and keep it moving. But as of right now, you look at this exact day, the snapshot in time, um, there's not a lot you can be complaining about if you're an IU football fan, aside from what's happened in the past and fear that the wins may not be in the future. Yeah. But you got to believe. Yeah. I mean, and, it's it's and a wild to, and exciting time.
1: Yeah. And to be fair, we talked about, you know, oh, they don't play in the West. They don't play. In the West. I mean, we've never played in the West. It's not going to, you know what? You know what I can say though is it's not going to get any harder, right? It's not going to get any harder. I mean, maybe USC's a little bit harder, that's what, but that's what she said. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> um, speaking of, uh, uh, I emptied up my sack a long time ago. Okay, good. Um, you have heard way too much of me talking lately. All of my, all of my, uh, <laughs> all of my witty thoughts have been expressed as uh, negative thoughts about other fan bases. So
1: I got a boy for speaking you. Let's of, talk about speaking of negative. Let's talk about yeah. this weekend. Yeah. I went one and four last week. like I took uh, just Wait. let me recap last week. How was that quick. possible?
0: There's only four games. I oh, one and three. Sorry. Four?
1: One and three. One of four. Okay. One and three. I had Texans plus nine and a half. That was an L. I had 49ers oh. minus four and a half. Mm-hmm. That was an L. I had Bucks plus mm-hmm. six and a half. That was a win.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Bills mm-hmm. minus six and a half. That was a loss. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And I I you have it on the you have it on the outline, so do not bring it up until after we make our picks. Here we go. I've got Chiefs money line at plus 164. Ravens are favored by four points.
0: What do you got? So you're going to ask me to go against what the next question is. So I'm not going to. Tr- oh, okay. I think the chiefs are going to win outright.
1: Yeah. Moneyline. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're
0: going to, the chiefs are going to, are going to win outright. Money line. Okay.
1: Ooh. All right. And everybody's screaming, but we'll get to it. I promise you. Lions at 49ers. I, did, I forgot to write this down. I think 49ers are seven and a half point favorites at home. Um, I'm taking the, the Lions money line plus 285. And I'll tell you why here in just a minute. What do you got?
0: Team of destiny. I hate. Well, let me rephrase this. I love what is happening to Michigan. The Michigan schools and basketball right now. I love it.
1: <laughs> love it.
0: Um, they've already had their big, big national championship. Um, go ahead and let them have this. I, right. I am all for, I want good things to happen for David Montgomery. And that's what it boils down oh. to. Okay. Oh, you said
1: boils. You didn't say
0: anything about Barnes. <laughs> oh, Derek Barnes is great too. There you go. Um, yeah. He, he had the big interception last week, didn't he? Did he? I didn't watch that. I don't think I caught
1: that game. Uh, Not all of it. Uh, But yeah, that would give Antoine Randall well. Get him in there.
0: Yeah, but Um, uh, yeah. So here's
1: here's the big question. Is the Super Bowl logo conspiracy legit? So that's where I was going to say is like.
0: But I'll tell you why ours
1: work. They're predicting. They're predicting Baltimore and the 49ers because the logo is purple at the top. And gradients its way down to red, right?
0: And which one's the majority color? Oh, because remember, it's like the, the smaller represented color is the one that is the wins one that every... wins Super right. Bowl
1: 2024. It is red, yeah.
0: So it's the Niners who are going to win.
1: So sorry, it's red that gradients down into the purple. Um, it still works with ours, it still works with ours. Maybe it's a blowout by the uh by detroit and so much of a blowout by detroit that there's no real blue in it and that the blue and the red are mixing with each other turning into a purple turning into yeah that's how that works yeah 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 i got it um so my other yes my other um conspiracy here is the taylor swift conspiracy what's this
0: we need to see more of her and so they're gonna keep this is the
1: whole reason why all of this is happening is because she turned down the Super Bowl, so they got to get it. But there was this whole thing about them promoting her movie, which I think is that Migration Ducks movie. I took the kids to it. It's awful. It's a terrible movie. Never. What?
0: Movie. Oh, Migra- I didn't even movie. know this it's was a
1: migration. thing. It's uh the people that made Minions are the same people that made this movie. And the
0: Illuminati? Awful. Oh, Illumination. Not Illuminati. Illumination. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay oh no this looks oh good i'm not gonna let my son find out about this because this does look awful it's really bad it's oh. really bad they end up getting like they end up tass-
1: like tussling with this super mega chef in like new york city that's gonna kill them and eat them and all
0: right go it's tussle weird. go tussle with your kids let's I'm get the going outro to. going all right.
1: yeah let's be done be sure to check out the pod on twitter instagram Uh Happy hour, IUFB. Make sure to follow our partner at Big Banter Sports for all the latest updates involving our podcast, as well as the other seventeen <laughs> top-notch pods that cover the other teams in the conference. I'm not sure we've got the other ones yet. I have, uh, and Brant, if you're listening, I have put stack Slacks, stacks, slack. I that's that's on mute dog. I don't. I got enough stuff going on with the group tech and and the WhatsApp and my job. <laughs> and my kids, I, I I haven't I haven't checked it. we don't I, need
0: to turn this into a personal message to our overlord, all right. Man, to. come on. We love
1: Brent. Brant Brandt party with me at the first game of the was it first game when we played Ohio State? First game of the season. Yeah, yeah. He's a great guy. I just I'll get to it, is what I'm trying to say. Um <laughs> God, we're gonna get fired. Uh <laughs> be sure to check out uh the other stuff on that. Just check out Big Banter, they're awesome, they're so cool uh be sure to download rate review and follow on all of our platforms uh until then what do we say cheers now
0: yeah cheers and i say cling cling or something i don't remember anymore dude i don't like that (laughs)
1: cheers